to this episode of the Dedicated Podcast. Thank you so much for clicking play on this um, audio, and uh, thank you for giving this podcast a chance. Um, yeah, thank you for coming by and um, seeing what's 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 up with this podcast. It's still very new. I'm still trying to figure it out, kind of flying by the seat of my pants, and um, but that's how I like to do things a lot of the time. Um, oftentimes my best ideas just come from no planning. They just kind of come off the cuff and I like to run with it. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, today is, um, supposed to be a day of rest for me. I really try to, to pick one day, um, that is just dedicated to rest because I believe that's what God wants for his children. That's why he created the Sabbath day because, he knows how busy we can get in this day and age, and um, well, in every day and age, we're so easy to get caught up in stuff. And he knew he knows that, you know, we need a day to consecrate, to rest, and to um, spending time with loved ones, and fostering good relationships, and praise and worship, and you know, remembering, um, remembering certain things about God and about who you are in God. And um, we need those regular reminders. And that's what the that's what the Sabbath is about, I think. That's what today is supposed to be. Lately, it's just been really hard to find, kind of figure out my schedule so that I can get everything done that I think needs to be done. Although I, I probably need to be a bit more he, uh, humble about, quote unquote, what needs to be done. You know, I, I keep thinking back to the story of Mary and Martha. Is that Mary and Martha? I have to read that story again. And I think it was Martha. Is that right? Mary, Martha, who saw, you know, who Jesus came into her house and she was busy preparing um, the house, preparing food, you know, for the for their special guest. But Mary was... Um, thought it was wiser to actually sit at Jesus's feet and listen to him speak while he was there instead of trying to cater to him the whole time. And Martha got upset saying, you know, you know, telling Jesus, like, tell my sister to come and help me prepare things for you. And um, I forget exactly what Jesus is. We, Jesus says after that, you know, I can look it up right now, actually. Okay. So I found it and it's a very small portion of the chapter of uh, this chapter of Luke in the New Testament. It says, Now it happened as they went that he entered, he being Jesus, entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her home, into her house, and she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. I think about that story often about in my in my day-to-day goings-on, just because I worry sometimes that, I, that I'm worrying too much and that I'm putting too much on my plate because I want to, you know, have a certain outcome in this phase of my life or whatever phase I'm in, and I don't actually, you know, I'm not as humble as I should be. I'm not sitting at Jesus's feet and and being as dedicated to hearing his word as I need to be. And I think we all, you know, at least 
you know, believers, as believers, we have trouble figuring that out. Like, you know, what is, how, how much time with the Lord is enough? Is there even enough time with the Lord? You know, because there's mysteries to be learned when sitting at Jesus's feet. And those are fascinating, fascinating mysteries. But then we get caught up in our day-to-day lives and um, those mysteries kind of get pushed to the side. And those mysteries are what lead us to eternity. Those mysteries are what lead us to truth and love and righteousness and things that are fundamentally good for our lives and our souls, but we forget that. So yeah, I'm, it was just, you know, it's one of those days where I'm just very conflicted about that. And, and I need, I, I really want to be healthy. So I'm trying to, you know, cook, um, a bit, not that saying that you can't cook on the Sabbath, you know, I'm not going to go into the laws of the Sabbath exactly because the Sabbath was made for us. We weren't made for the Sabbath. So um, I just want to, I just hope I can make this day better at, you know, resting. That bit, but that means better planning, I think. <laughs> anyway, it's difficult. I'm doing my best. And I'm sitting here in a bit TMI, but I'm like getting cramps now. So once I start getting cramps, I can't, I can't like focus on any tangible project. The only thing I can do right now is just like sit and talk, which is perfect. And that's why I'm recording this right now. <laughs> Sorry if that's TMI, but you guys, uh, you ladies out there probably understand what I'm saying. Like once you start like experiencing pain, it's just like, ugh, I don't want to do anything else. I'm, I'm done with everything else. All my other projects can be put aside. Um, so yeah, anyway, that was a very long introduction. Um, I kind of wanted to talk a bit about like how I want to go about talking about the subjects that are going to be presented in the topics that are going to be presented in this podcast. Um, and while I, and as I define more and more what it is, those topics are going to be about and how I want to approach them as a layman in a lot of different ways. And as someone who is not a parent, not uh, a mother, not a wife, you know, I, I, I talk, I might talk about marriage and parenthood a lot. And I'm not also not, I'm not like a full blown, I don't think I like to f- call myself a full blown Christian because I have trouble with that title and what it really means. Although I do believe in God and his, um, sovereignty uh, over my life, just the title of Christian give me a weird feeling anyway. Um, as I'm like, you know, I talk about these things, it, it might be difficult for some of you to take me seriously. Um, and I get that. That's totally fine. I understand where you're coming from. Um, I would like to add that, like, when I am talking to other people, this is this is the habit that I've tried to um, take on. When I'm talking to people who... You know, I don't know what their background is. I don't know what their um, experiences are like. Um, you know, it, it's for I think for a lot of people, it's easy to take what other people say personally. Um, and they have to defend their past and things that they have done or else it would have it would prove that what they have done is wrong. And it's hard to um, confront that about yourself. Um, and I'm not saying I haven't done that. Obviously I have had a past of taking things personally, although I have had very, very specific lessons in 
not taking things seriously. And once I learned how to do that, it is very freeing. Um, there's, there's taking things personally that some people have an issue with. Um, there's also the issue of, you know, thinking that you need, um, to cite, uh, examples and proof of everything that you're saying. Um, not that that's not true. The thing is, there's a certain kind of discourse that I want to foster. And, um, and I'm talking about this because I had a conversation with somebody online today. Um, and thank you for the free content because this is a great topic to talk about at the start of my podcast. Um, um, what was I saying? I was saying that citing sources can be a very good thing um, for a certain type of conversation that you're trying to have. And oftentimes, I think from my experience talking to different kinds of people and the way that I tend to default when I talk to people about certain topics, um, there's this expectation that you need to cite everything. And I don't think that that's necessarily needed in every type of conversation. I think it needs to be agreed upon that you are debating, either verbally or non-verbally, that you're debating with somebody. Um, this podcast is not meant to be a debate podcast. I'm not, will I'm not yet willing to be confrontational with everything that I talk about. Um, one day, when maybe my my um, abilities are strengthened, and I'm able to um, uh, put together my thoughts and words and opinions more cohesively and present it in a um, persuasive way, then, you know, maybe I'll be open to more debate-style conversations. But the person that I was talking to about this a few minutes ago online, I think this person might have assumed that that's what I want to do when I talk about these charged topics. Like, you know, like what's happening in schools. You know, that's a huge charged topic because, you know, universities are becoming a place of um, more hostility, I think, even though people try to make it less hostile. I think it's becoming more hostile. Um, and the topics of parenthood, the topics of, you know, um, legislative things that are happening that that determine things in our lives. I don't want to really want to go into politics on this podcast. I really want to just stay at um, personal development and culture. Um, and maybe one day that will that will change. Um, but this this podcast is really meant to encourage each other. Um, and I think there's a good way of having encouraging conversation and discussing things with different points of view with someone else who you don't agree with. That doesn't involve um, automatically dis, dis, um, disallowing other people's um, thoughts and opinions to be taken seriously unless they automatically cite what they're saying. Um, and it's a good thing to have examples on hand if you can, like if, you know, if you want to, if you have this conversation, a certain kind of conversation often with many people, it might be good to keep some of those 
videos or articles or, um, or um, studies on hand so that you can bring it forth and use it as a um, good talking point. I personally have not gotten good at keeping a list of those things yet because I, I only have certain kinds. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. That's not true. I, the certain kinds of conversations I have are pertaining usually to one or two topics. Those things I think I can maybe, I'm maybe decent at providing examples and, and citing sources. Um, with the others, I'm still passionate about those subjects, um, but I'm still getting better at compiling my sources to cite if anybody needs them. So if you're listening, um, I, would, I, would, I would hope that you can be a bit open-minded with the fact that, you know, there's more than one way to converse with others that doesn't involve um, being aggressive and demanding that they cite everything they say. That's just not how normal conversations happen. And I think we need to master the, the normal conversations first um, with others who we disagree with before we get into debate because it can get really heated. Um, and using... Um, and, and I think the language that we use and the tone that we use does matter because we can't talk to everybody the same way. I'm a big proponent in learning how to communicate with different kinds of people while still being just as effective each way because you can't talk to, you know, a friend the same way you talk to your mother. You know what I mean? It makes sense. You can't talk to someone um, in um, France who probably speaks French. You can't speak Spanish to them. They might know a little bit of Spanish, but they, you know, it just makes sense that you would have different ways of talking for different people and practicing how you speak. Not necessarily, I mean, yeah, you, sometimes censoring yourself depending on who you're talking to because they may miss the point that you're trying to make because they're so distracted by the kinds of words that you use. With certain people, yeah, you can be more open and... um you know, use more slang with certain people or um, a certain dialect, um, using certain examples that maybe a lot of people might find offensive. You can use those kinds of examples with some people because that's how you're able to relate to them and able to get a point across to them. And then you're able to strengthen your relationship with that person, whatever your relationship you have with that person, um, whatever it is. So, um, you know, you can't talk to your your spouse the same way you talk to your children. You can't t talk to your children the same way you talk to a coworker or a sibling. You know what I mean? Um, in some cases, maybe, but in general, you talk to everyone differently. So, and I think some people ca would call that trying to like code switch or being disingenuous. I think it just means being wise. I think that's just being um, resourceful. I think it means being skillful and tactful. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Um, it means that you, you understand, you are self-aware about the situation that you're in and to get the best, po the best possible outcome out of that situation. Um, and best possible outcome means, you know, the least amount of um, excess words used 
least amount of um, people hurt, you know, personally, um, you know, a, a, a objective was found and achieved and, you know, you are able to part ways um, being able to respect the other person a little bit more. Respect and trust the other person a little bit more than you did before you approached them. Um, there are a lot of people who are very, you know, loud and and proud about how they, you know, speak is very unique to them. And they think they can speak to everyone like that. And whoever doesn't agree with the way they speak can go kick rocks. Um, okay, sure, you can go about life that way if you want to. Um, I just don't think it's, it, it tends to not be very helpful. Um, and it doesn't help you to achieve higher, higher goals because you're dealing with different hierarchies of, um, of lots of things, just lifestyle, different, not hierarchies, but different levels or different types, equal types of, um, backgrounds and languages and cultures and things like that you can still have your convictions and still have your personal feelings about certain things there's nothing wrong with that um but the way you present them to other people you can still be true to who you are without being rude you can still be true to who you are without being um aggressive all the time about it um i think that's really really important um if I think we should be able to, we should approach more conversations while um, having the best possible outcome in mind. And that's how we build trust and, and um, yeah, that's how we build trust. So when I eventually start talking to people on this podcast, um, when I, what I want to do is, and maybe even online, I know a lot of people will see what I say um, online and want to say that I don't know anything or that I am naive or too optimistic and <laughs> my, my worldview isn't realistic enough or um, that I have a lot to learn and nobody should be listening to me. I get I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get comments like that. Um, thank you for giving my, my, my content a bit of, um, your attention. That's one of my objectives. So thank you for giving that to me. That's lovely. And I hope you stick around a little longer to, um, to get a deeper understanding about what this podcast is all about and not having a, um, getting a shallow representation or a, sh a shallow opinion from just hearing one or two things that I say. Um, so I know I'm going to get those comments and that's okay. I'm kind of, I kind of understood that before I started this. Um, but I, I understood what I understood is the need for, for, um, for nice, uh, discourse for for conflicting discourse that is cordial and decent and and respectful without it you know devolving into 
curses and insults and stuff like that, which is, I just think that that's a lot of what, what we all need help with. We all need some practice. And it's not going to come overnight just because I'm telling you about it. It does take practice. Just like if I wanted to become more aggressive in my debating skills, it's going to take practice. And my emotional strength and mental strength is going to need to need some help, you know, and one day I'll get there. It's okay that you're not where you are right now just because someone called you out on something that you're flawed in or maybe you called yourself out, which I'm constantly doing all the time so that no one has to call it out of me first. I'm the first one to call it out of myself. It seems to be uh, less traumatic that way. Um, so, so if you're, um, hellbent on, you know, making sure that whoever you have conversations with always have ways to cite what they say, um, I don't think you're going to have very many conversations with people or, you know, nice, pleasant ones, um, on charged topics. I know that, you know, maybe on the more charged topics, those, um, those citations may be more needed, but there's a way to ask for them without cutting someone off, like cutting off a conversation entirely. Um, and so that the conversation can continue, um, and it can, it can have a follow-up conversation once those citations are made. So if you said something, you know, if you, you said like a blanket statement about, something and then some like and then someone else comes and says like someone you're talking to says well I've never heard that before who says that no one says that like show me exactly who says that and then you're like well I mean I heard it the other day on a um an article I read um I just can't exactly remember who made that you know that point um and then, you know, you're, you're just kind of stumbling, you know, saying like, because, you know, it had something to do with the conversation that you're saying. So you made that statement because it was relevant to the conversation you were having. So you put it out there and thinking, you know, and this is, this is with the intention of, you know, having a good faith conversation, you know, being honest. People will be dishonest in a conversation just to make a point, which is very sad. And <laughs> if you're that one of those people, it's okay to uh, put on a little bit of humility and say you don't know things. It's okay. You won't always not know things. You don't have to lie to make to to make yourself look bigger or more smart. Um, it's okay to it's okay to not know everything. Maybe as you 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 can you can work on that. You can find out more things, and but you can still have these conversations with people without knowing everything about it. You know, you just kind of have to come at it with an attitude of, I could be more informed on this, but as of right now, this is my opinion. And then you can also listen to the um, opposite opinion with someone you're talking to. And you have, it's it just, that, that attitude, that mindset that you know you don't know everything. Even if it's a topic that you've done a lot of research on, you know you don't know everything about it yet. The person that you're talking to doesn't know everything about it yet. And you have to put yourself in their shoes. You have to treat other people the way you want to be treated. You don't want to be ridiculed and vilified just because you don't know everything about a certain topic. 
Because if, you know, none of us would be able to have any conversations if we all, you know, were expected to know everything about a certain topic. Granted, there are certain situations where you should probably shut your mouth until you do a bit of research on it and not make these, you know, grand statements about certain things. Um, but you can still make statements while expressing some humility. And I think that's the point. That's that's where the skill comes in. That's where the tact comes in. You can say, this is what I've heard about this, this, and this, and this, and it seems to make sense to me. What do you think? Um, or something like that. It could be a lot more passionate than that. I, sometimes I speak very passionately about certain things. Um, but it still doesn't have to be mean or, or rude or... Um, have to put down anybody else's opinions, because um, at least in my country, we are we are entitled to our opinions. <laughs> um, so when yeah, you can you can you can put it forth like that, and then the another you know the other person could say, I actually have read like a lot of things opposite to what you're saying. Um, I really don't agree with that, but if you can like show me a video or an article you read on it recently, I'd be open to looking at it, and then there you go. You, your conversation can have a follow-up conversation later on. It doesn't have to be like saying, no, you're completely wrong about this because I've done all this research and you don't know anything and you're not respecting my opinion or you're not, res you're not respecting my background or my expertise on this. If you're a chef and you've been a chef for like 20 years, you really think that you know everything there is to know about being a chef? Like, you think there's nothing new to know about being a chef? Really? Really? I'm sorry. Like, I don't think that's a really good out attitude towards life. Because then you're going to get stuck. That's also another thing I want to talk about that's kind of similar to, like, you know, ha putting on some humility when you're learning and when you're talking about things. Um, that's, there, that's why there's different denominations in Christianity, because... There, the the doctrine, the education has has or the the the, the founding texts, whatever it is, has reached a, reached or reached ah I can't talk reached a certain point of of um of literature like a certain point of wisdom or knowledge and then it just stops. And then anything outside of that knowledge is considered foreign and should be um, done away with automatically. You know what I mean? Like, what what's the use in what's the use in living if you're not learning? I'm not saying that you should unalive yourself if you don't have a habit of learning things. I'm just saying that what like what kind of lifestyle is it where you're going to church every single week and hearing the exact same thing over and over and over again. You really think that, that there's nothing more, that that's all there is? Um, because just humans have been on this earth for thousands of years and human history has so much to, so much soaked into it. Like, and there's new things being discovered all the time and new um, references being made and new connections between do two different civilizations or two different people in history that we didn't know didn't previously know there was that's amazing and that's a mystery that we should want to know even if it goes against you know our 
doctrine, our religion, whatever it is. Um, so if you're like on one side of the aisle politically or the other, I know it's difficult to hear opinions from the opposite side of the aisle. Um, but you know, and, but you're allowed to have those opinions and you should be able to talk to other people about those opinions. But if someone makes a good point about, you know, how your opinion may have some holes in it, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to help you to just shut down the person automatically because your feelings got hurt. Your own personal growth does not go anywhere. And so with that said, this podcast is for learning. I am coming at this podcast with a very, a very honest um, face. And I'm saying that I don't know much, but people have told me that I'm good at listening and good at communicating and good at imparting some wisdom and finding um, productive, different ways of approaching certain um, problems and situations. And I want to, um, and, and, and I've been told I'm trustworthy. So I want to kind of bring what I can to the table and, and to help other people um, have more options in how they speak to others and how they live their life. Um, because I do think there is an agenda out there to um, kind of put people into groups. And there's a difference between like being forced into a group and then creating your own community around you. You know what I mean? And um, we're lacking in real loving communities. And we're, we have too much groupthink. So um, when I was having this conversation with this person online, um, I think this person assumed that I wanted to be aggressive, like have aggressive debate with everything that I say. And so if you have a if if you the listener have a problem with me talking about supercharged topics and not being able to like at the ready bring out my sources to support what I'm saying. I get how frustrating that could be, um but you're going to have to be patient with me as anyone would be patient with you when you are um not so great at something. At least having the intention of getting better at something is really all you need at first. And you need to act upon it and actually get better at the thing that you said you were going to and take the time and strengthen that muscle, whatever it is. Um, and I would like to, like, I would like to encourage a kind of discourse that is just gentle and being able to bring your ideas forth um, without putting down the other people's other people's opinions, you know, just for the sake of bringing them low, you know what I mean? Um, and without name calling, it's just that's a that's not a good way to debate. It doesn't help anything. It really just shows that you really don't know anything, and you can show that you don't know much without being rude like that. You, people really need to understand that if they have to 
say that they don't know much that and and that they're still learning um well, first of all there's no shame in that so thinking that you that there's shame in not knowing something you need to get rid of that idea okay yeah we're all ignorant in a lot of things that's okay what's not okay is staying in that ignorance over a long period of time we should always be getting better and progressing in things um and there is a way to express a need for forgiveness or a need for a pass um, because you don't know something. And rather than, you know, resorting to name calling or baseless insults, you can really just humble yourself and say, you know what? I see what you mean. Um, I still disagree and I don't really know how to show my side of things right now. Um, but hopefully one day we can talk about this again and I might be able to convince you of my viewpoint. Does that sound good? I mean, is that, can that not be, can, can that be realistic to talk like that? I mean, I know we all get, you know, flushed cheeks at the thought of being, you know, shown to be someone we're not or someone we, you know, someone, well, first of all, you shouldn't be claiming you know anything in the first place. If you are highly um, knowledgeable about something, it will just exude from you. You do not have to prove anything ever. <laughs> you just have to be yourself. And if yourself is someone who still has a lot to learn, that doesn't make you better or worse than anybody else. I know I, I get that. It's it. I don't like this either. I don't like being taken advantage of or what's the word I'm looking for? The phrase I'm looking for is I don't like being seen as inferior just because my education level isn't where someone else's is or my life experience isn't as diverse as someone else's is. You know, we like to compare each other ourselves to each other and that does nothing for us we should be comparing ourselves to who we were the day before and try to compound upon that and that's really hard for many of us to master and to understand but when we when we get that into our minds and and really start using it in real time i think in the long run it will bring about more reward. We'll have a better reputation as someone who can take, um, quote-unquote, defeat. Well, we're not a sore loser, you know, and we're not a sore winner either. We are just communicating our thoughts and ideas and opinions. That's all it is. And then people can... can um, make sense of it for themselves on their own time. I think people are, I think many people, um, I think people underestimate other people's ability to think critically. And maybe as a society, we're less able to think critically than we were before. But we really should get put that back into practice. We should be able to take the time it ta it like that we need 
think critically about things and it's okay if you don't have a solid stance on something. You don't always have to have a solid stance on every single topic. I don't have a solid stance on most topics. I'm willing to explore many topics and f- and, and and find the common denominators and find the patterns so that I can model my own life after the best pattern that I find. Isn't that all what we all want? To have the best outcomes possible? I mean, yes, some suffering is good. It's good for the soul. Um, But don't we all want to try to not go through as much suffering as possible? And that comes from learning. Education. Let's not put shame on not knowing things, on not having a solid opinion about everything. It's okay to say, I don't know yet. Emphasis on yet. <laughs> but yeah, um, I hope I'm, I've started to get across the ideas that I'm trying to, trying to perpetuate, the kind of attitude that I want to encourage other people to have. Um, Because I find I have the best, most pleasant conversations with people who actually have adopted that attitude. And that's one of the reasons why I love to talk so much. And that's one reason why I have this podcast. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, We'll definitely talk about this more later. And um, I really hope that you come back uh, and listen to the next episode. Thank you so much, again, for clicking on this episode. And um, please visit all my socials. I'm on Twitter at um dedicated pod or dedicated the dedicated pod i think dedicated pod i think that's what it is on twitter <laughs> i'm still getting used to it um and also on my instagram at the katie lady 11 or the dedicated podcast and um yeah check me out and um comment on the recent posts about your ideas so we can have more to discuss on this podcast. And um, yeah, you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.